I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the house medium. I'm Adele Levine, your house medium, and welcome back to those of you I know who have been listening for some time. Okay, so we're going to have a little different episode. You know, I had to do something a little bit different. It's V-Day, Valentine's Day coming up, and I'm not going to just go the traditional route, like, here's how to find love. Although, if you're on my Patreon, I will be doing a video on finding your grow mate, because I don't believe in soul mates, and I'm contemplating doing a class on it, but I don't know, maybe like a one-day class of that. Give me some feedback. Let me know. Um, But I have a little bit different. I was going to go the route of sticking to kind of slightly, I would say, kind of crime, true crime, and give you guys a lesson because this was a documentary I saw. But I really wanted this episode to be on the positive tip. Um. Maybe I'll save that for another time, but it is a lesson on how to follow your intuition, how to follow your gut. But I really wanted this this episode to be positive, not cheesy, not cheesy, but a feel good. So we are going to step into a couple of things. First of all, it's been a while since we've heard from my Aunt Betty. So I'm going to play a little clip from my Aunt Betty. And um, I asked her, you have to understand if you have anybody in your life who is in the older boomer, because they're younger boomers, but I hate to throw my poor my Aunt Betty like in that category. Hold on, take it, taking a sip of water. Hold on. Um, Cause she's, you know, she's, she's, she's at a progressed, evolved older boomer, but they tend to play the TV, um, kind of all the time. And, and she probably doesn't know like, oh, I could hear it. Or, you know, she's still, this is still a landline that she's talking to me on. I tried to get her on the FaceTime. Her granddaughter tried to get her on the FaceTime. She was so amazed by the FaceTime. And I'm saying the FaceTime because that's how she sees it. Although she calls it the thing or the, you know, that face. (laughs) She doesn't know the term. And I try to tell her older people of all ages do these things. It's because she's always like, I'm too old for that. But I want, (laughs) 
but I wanted to show her something and I tried so hard. I have my poor Aunt Betty going around the the apartment, her house, not her apartment, her house, because she's in the house, going around her house, um, looking for a charger, looking, <laughs> I was trying to get her to charge her, her iPad because it was like dead as a doornail because they gave her an iPad and she threw that in the drawer and was like, I'm done. I'm never doing that again. And I was like, no, because she she was there with her granddaughter and we did a FaceTime and she was amazed by it. I go, look, I could show you around. Like, look how amazing it is. And this is a good lesson for all of you. If you want to know how people on the other side feel, this is how they feel. They feel like how you might feel when you're trying to talk to somebody who freezes to move into progress into the future. See how it all ties in. Um, and tries to kind of try, you know, when they're trying to get you to see like, no, things are different. Things are totally different. And, you know, we don't have to sit there and go to your house. We don't have to, like, we can see you from afar. We're trying to explain a technology, so to speak, that you don't understand. And that's what it was like. That is exactly what it's like. Me trying to explain to her, I tried for like a half hour, but I could tell it was just frustrating her so much. So I just recorded her this time on um, on my laptop with <laughs> on speaker, and I asked her some questions. So that has to do with Valentine's Day. So let's hear what Aunt Betty had to say, okay? Because it is time for twenty three's Gadoo, twenty four, and Aunt Betty says. Aunt Betty says, "Here we go." Okay, Aunt Betty, what should people know about love? They should know how to first love themselves. Okay, and then what um, what does that mean to love yourself? It means in order to love yourself, you're going to have to know that you're okay. You're good. Okay. Once you do do that, you're able to love another person. And what's the difference between now for women and what it used to be back in the day? And to remind everybody, you're 91. (laughs) Uh, uh, In my day, people didn't, women didn't know how to take care of themselves. And the men... They had to depend on them for everything. Mm-hmm. It's not like that today. And is that good? It's a very good thing. Okay. Thank you, Abe. I love you. I love you too, Adela. Okay. <laughs> if you notice, I'm kind of screaming because I want her to hear me because, you know, She's not, she can't hear all the way very well. So that's why I sound like I'm screaming at her, but I'm not. And if you also notice, my Aunt Betty has been calling me Adela for like ever. For, and I just, I'm never going to correct her. So for all of you at home, she's the only one. Yeah, she's the only one that could do it. But my name is Adela. But she calls me Adela, and that's what she's called me. She could call me D. She could call me B. She could call me whatever she wants. 
as long as she's calling me, like seriously, as long as I can call her, because I cherish every time I get to talk to her. Um, but yes, Aunt Betty is from that time. And then I wanted to you to hear this because for all, you know, the ladies out there that I've tried to convey this message so much from the other side that the women of that era who are on the other side are always telling me, please tell my granddaughter, please tell my daughter that I made choices that I made. I, I stayed with in relationships. I told them to like, look pretty, you know, look thinner, find a man, marry a man, because that's all they knew. And that's all they were allowed to do. And they couldn't live life. I don't think people realize I wanted you to hear this from Aunt Betty because she's 91. She's still in this world. And in her lifetime, that's how it was. Women couldn't get a bank account. Women couldn't do get co- contraceptives. Women couldn't do anything without a man. So it's very new, by the way, because even when I was a kid in the 70s, um, and I'm talking about like small child, because I, I barely was, you know, it's kind of like when I hear millennials talk about remembering you know, a certain time, if they're exnol, maybe they remember a little bit of the eighties, I would say it's exnol, but I'm just saying like, it's a, it was a very, um, small time that I was in the seventies. I was mostly a baby (laughs) and then a toddler and then a kid for a short time in it. But my, I have some memories of it. And I remember my grandmother having to go to the bank and, and, um, I would have, you know, take her. And it was like, very hard for her after her husband died is what my point is. She really couldn't manage life without any help because of that. So I saying all that and my aunt Betty is definitely younger than her, but it's to show you that we have progressed in life and it's good that we have progressed. And so when you're looking for love, you want a grow mate. You want someone you're going to grow with. We're fortunate, I feel now, even though The Bachelor is still very popular. And yes, I actually broke down and started watching The Bachelor for the first time, the second time ever. But even because it shocks me that it's still popular in 2024, Um, But I guess they have The Bachelorette now. But I'm saying like this whole concept of being picked and being chosen, I don't feel is the future of where we're going. That's all I wanted to say. I feel like we're moving into a time where people are realizing that they want to grow with someone. They can have all types of choices, all types of ways of loving someone. There's all types of, you know, there's pansexual, there's bisexual, there's... um, heterosexual, there's queer, and I think the list can go on and on. And honestly, I feel like you could have the list or you could toss a list because as long as you're not harming anybody, abusing anybody, doing anything against someone's will, or mentally, you know, doing something to somebody who isn't ready for things like this, and you are too grown, very clear, very aware people then who, what do people care? I don't understand. Like in the other realm, they really get it. Finally, they're like, oh, we're energy and energy loves energy. And we kind of don't see each other physically. We, cause we can change our image to anything we want. So 
I feel like we're slowly, very slowly progressing into that place um, where we're starting to realize this, these things. And that's why I feel like people are being more comfortable slowly coming to themselves and kind of circling back to what my Aunt Betty says. If you're not really comfortable in your own skin and you really, I feel like that's what, when people hear love yourself, I think they see it as like, oh, I have to accept everything about myself, right? Um, I have to be so in love with everything. And I don't think you're going to be loving every aspect of yourself every day, all day. Of course, you're going to get annoyed with yourself. You're going to get frustrated, all these things, right? But I feel like what it, what it really means is what she's saying is, is to be just comfortable in your own skin and just going, you know, whatever, take it or leave it. Because it, it's hard. I can tell you from reading people for 21 years, everybody is feeling like you, believe it or not. Nobody has it figured out. Even the couples you think are perfect, they do not have it figured out. Okay, so on this Valentine's Day, don't focus on couple or not couple or finding love or not finding love. Maybe focus on being more forgiving. Oops, I hit the mic. Being more forgiving of yourself, more lenient on yourself. Even I, I don't know about you. Do you do that list? You're like, I should have done this. I should have done that. Oh, I could have done that better. I could have done this more. I think that's the biggest problem we have in the world today. And it's just, just constant comparing and constantly, you know, putting ourselves through the ringer. So even though I don't feel like this is a perfect, you know, wrap up in all that. I can't, I, I know I'm not going to, you're going to like Adela. Hold on. I, I have to maneuver myself away from the mic. You're going to, you're not going to be like Adela. Oh, you've solved all, all of my, my love problems. And remember when it comes to love, and I'll give you this little thing that I've learned about looking at people's love life. It is, isn't like it happens to you. You can't just be sitting there listening to this podcast or watching your TV with your popcorn, chips, Ben and Jerry's, whatever it is you have in your hand, which please continue to eat whatever you have in your hand and enjoy. But don't sit there and expect for things to just kind of fall from the sky. You do have to kind of meet, go out and try to meet somebody of like-mindedness. Yeah. Hold on. Cause I didn't want you guys to turn me off and go like, Oh, here we go. I mean, something you like, if you like to like go fishing, if you like to plants, if you like, you know, going out dancing, whatever it is that tickles your fancy, you have to find someone who is like-minded and who has, looks at the world similar to you. And that is pretty much what Aunt Betty was saying, because that's how I've seen people. The more you're getting to know yourself, the more you're knowing who you are, what you're about, the more you realize what you want to pull in. But when you're looking for someone to tell you you're okay, and because we're all children just trying to heal our broken, wounded selves, and we just want that love, and we want someone to make us feel safe and loved, it's so, it's so clear to me that is pretty much all we're walking around wanting most of the time. Pretty much, I think 90% of the time, it's very easy to maneuver yourself into what anybody wants you to be. So the more you're very comfortable in your own skin, 
the more you know what you want to complement you. And you grow mates to me is two people who push each other to grow. Somebody's like, listen, you've been just sitting in the same space. You haven't pushed yourself into a new space. You haven't evolved like, come on, snap, 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 grow. Okay. So anyway, that was a segment from 23's Gadoo, 24, and Aunt Betty Says. Thank you, Aunt Betty. Love you so much. Okay, let's go into the Medium Brew Cafe just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. couple things. I wanted to let everybody know that I have a, a P.O. box, and some of you had sent some stuff, so I better go check my P.O. box uh, now that I have a P.O. box. Also want people to know if you're sending any big packages, they're going to hold them for me. So yeah, I would like you to let me know if you're sending something kind of big because I just started off with a really small P.O. box. Also wanted to let everybody know that has bought the um, incense wands, though they are on their way this week to me and then they will be hand painted and shipped to you. So you are the genesis. You are the origin story. The first group and you know what's funny is I kept it really small because I didn't really want to push these I pushed them a little bit if you notice I haven't really been pushing some people have asked me are they available now yes they're available on the housemedium.com but it's the lucky number 13 so I just started with a small order because I wanted to really like see how this was all gonna go and make sure everyone was happy but you're going to notice I'm going to ask each one of you that's about to get this shipment, please tag me, take some videos and show me some videos because I want to do a little um, collab. You know what I mean? I want to put all the little videos together and that's going to be a part of advertising these two people. So I purposely kind of slow, put on the brakes to slow down me putting it out there because I really, really want to make sure everything runs smoothly and everyone is happy so thank you for being patient but moving on to what i wanted to say my discovery and you're going to hear a lot of crackling is something i found at trader joe's it is called caramel coffee almonds oh my god you guys they are so good so so good so i'm opening it and you're probably going to hear a crunch well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move away from the mic. Yeah, it's probably way too crunchy. I'm not gonna eat them in your ear. I'm trying to move away from the from the mic. They're caramel coffee almonds. They are so good. So what they do is they just kind of put they kind of dusted them with coffee. So I tried to look and see if they have a lot of caffeine. I don't see any caffeine to be honest. I don't. See that it has caffeine. I think if it does have caffeine, it's very minor, but the taste is amazing. The other thing I wanted to ask you, announce to you guys is to send me any tea recommendations because I used to be really, really big into tea and I kind of got out of it. But you know, the Medium Brew Cafe does need tea, so send me in your tea. I mean, not just the tea you need to spill, but please send me those. Please send me your emails at the house medium at Gmail. I need them. I need another flux of emails. We're going to do a little bit of reader's room. Don't worry. But um, I have something special I'm going to do at the end 
of uh, after I go into the reader's room with you and read some of these emails. I'm not doing sound effects on these emails. We're just keeping it straightforward, right to the point. And I wanted to also kind of suggest to you as a good coffee is I made this coffee drink. I kind of did my own version of Irish coffee because you're supposed to use whiskey, but I, didn't re I don't really like whiskey. So if you get some coffee, put some sugar in it and put some um, Baileys and then put some half and half or whipping cream, stir it and melt it all together. Then pour in some rum, some coffee, top it with whipped cream. You can make your fresh whipped cream. That's what I do. Or you can buy the can and then pour a little rum on top of it. Let me take a sip. Mm-hmm. It is so yummy. So for those of you who are in a cold area right now, this is good. Oops, sorry. Hit the mic again. This is so good. The space I'm in is like, so I have this little tiny workspace. <laughs> That's why I'm always hitting things. I have a lot going on here. So good. So that is a coffee drink I would recommend. It's almost like a toddy, coffee toddy. <laughs> Coffee's toddy. It's so good. It just, it warms you up immediately. Almost too much for me. Like I was like, okay, I'm getting too warm because it's not that cold here right now. So yeah, those are my coffee drinks. Also announcing that I am doing the remote viewing class. I'm, I like to, like I said, I like to put my announcements at the top. It's going to be starting in a couple of weeks and I'm coming to Utah in March for all my Utah peeps. March, I'm coming at the end of the March. You can get, see me in person and get a reading and come to my class. And lastly, for Valentine's Day, for two more days, I'm giving 50% off of all my readings with the code LOVE50. Okay, here we go. Let's go away from the Medium Brew Cafe. All right, everyone, you're going to see at the end why I chose this music, but I did choose a little retro music, a little retro for from my days. A little 80s. Yeah. Woohoo. I'm getting back. I'm right back with my Aquanet. I know all you Z gens are like, this is like their, by the way, I feel like whenever they, it's, it's like the same as how we, do you guys hear us like how we heard the 50s music? Were you like, are you like sitting there like, oh my God. But I, don't, I think the 80s music is cooler, right? Aren't we like a little closer to these generations? Because we were about the future. We wanted TV watches. We wanted flying cars. We wanted robots. So I feel like we're not as big of a generation gap as our parents were to us. Because they came from like the 50s and we were in the 80s. It's a huge difference to me. And um, so if you can hear this is a little 80s retro vibe I have going on for these emails. Oops, maybe, is it too loud? Let me turn it down just a tad. I'm getting a little carried away. Like Adela, you're rocking out to the 80s. Yes, I had Aquanet. Also, I had a, I had a, um, a brush that if you screw the, the handle off, you could pour the Aquanet in there. It had a pump, and then you would pump one side and tease the other side. Bam! Yes. That was the shit. I was had my pink little, my pink little 
pump brush <laughs> and we would go to the bathroom shh, shh. we gotta make sure it's like cement my god the style was terrible 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 i i really really was thankful for the grunge 90s because i i locked on to that when my friends were still doing spraying their hair all right so we're in a little 80s vibe and there's a reason for it because at the end you'll understand so i hope you stick around all right here we go this is from tori hi adela i had a powerful visitation dream last night where i got to talk to my aunt some backstory a few years ago my aunt cindy mother's side died very suddenly and unexpectedly of a heart attack you actually read for me with her shortly after this happened thanks for that she was working in a housekeeping position for a man she knew she had been cleaning at his home and made a comment that she was feeling a little tired she was about to sit down for a coffee break and she collapsed and went unconscious the man she worked for called 911 and did CPR on her for a long time before the ambulance arrived, but she never regained consciousness. By the time she got to the hospital, it was too late. Aunt Cindy was always supportive of my witchy interest. She and I went to the Myrtle's Plantation when I was 16 and we spent Halloween night there. She told me all about some supernatural experiences she had in the past. We talked about stuff like that. We both loved Halloween and spooky things. I've seen her here and there in dreams since she passed, but last night was different and intense. I dreamed I went to her house to visit my uncle, her husband. I was leaving the house and on my way out, I saw her standing in the living room. I was shocked to see her because I knew that she had passed. I hugged her and we talked. It felt like hours went by. I remember an in-depth conversation about life, death, the other side, and the meaning of it all. I remember talking about deities, aliens, spirits, and everything in between. I remember telling her how much I wished I would remember it all when I woke up because by then I had figured out this was a dream and she was visiting me. She assured me that I would remember what I was meant to and even if I did not recall details, the information was in my intuition. She told me it's very important that I remember to trust my intuition. I also remember her telling me that this world and this life is like a school that prepares us for the other side. She told me that there is so much more to the other side than she ever thought possible. She assured me that she is very happy and that she and the rest of my crew on the other side are always there for me. I got plenty of sleep, but I woke up exhausted. I felt like I went through an intense crash course on spirituality, but forgot most of it after the lecture. Despite being tired, I feel an overall sense of peace and connection. I'm grateful that she visited me. I'm grateful for the conversation we had, even if I can't remember most of it. I just thought you would find this interesting. Thanks, Victoria. I said that part. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. This psych email made me so happy. It just made me so happy because she had this awesome connection and I love the way your Aunt Cindy, by the way, I was about to say Aunt Betty, because <laughs> it's very similar, but I love the way your Aunt Cindy described it as it's in your intuition, because I've had that experience. I've told you guys this experience I've had with an alien coming to me and saying, do you want to know the secrets of the universe? Told me all this stuff. 
and said I wouldn't remember it and then that it would be like there for me to it will kind of like download and he you know he said it much more like mechanical almost like it'll be there and then it will unlock as you need it and I love that she said it will be in your intuition that's so cool makes total sense um, I love that she sat and talked to you about all the things and was like listen let, you know you're open you're ready and this is the thing that realm is open and they want to talk to you they want to help you out you just got to kind of let them know yeah I'm open I'm ready I want to go for it and they'll be down with that so I love the fact that she was so willing to kind of give you a crash course on everything and it was just it, it just kind of made me smile because I know exactly what she's trying to do with you she's like oh, okay you want to know some things we used to talk about these things so I'm gonna tell you some things so I thank you for sharing this because this is how it works everyone it's really like they're willing to talk to you and kind of help you out but they're not gonna give you all the answers I know everybody wants like what am I gonna do what's gonna happen when am I gonna get this when am I gonna find love they don't know the all the big big pictures of your life because they don't know why you're going through the lessons you're going through and the things you have to learn and things you have to do so they can guide you but they're not gonna you know give you all the things so I feel like with this this was very powerful I know that Victoria Tori has come to um, several of my spirit circles and she's been practicing it she also just announced an awesome thing because I um, it was like a reading I did I think for her husband where I they're both they're both magically inclined and they um, I said oh you're gonna be doing like tarot card readings and they were like oh that seems impossible because we're in kind of a rural area that we don't think they would have something like this lo and behold just opened up a metaphysical store right in their little area and they're going to be reading so you see it's not only do the spirit world tries to kind of you know reassure you things but sometimes they kind of help you know open doors or help people who are thinking about doing stuff you know like the people who maybe wanted to open this or better yet they're in part of the collective whole and when I did his reading I can assure you that Aunt Cindy was a part of the collective whole the collective whole is like Google it's like the internet so when I'm tapping into someone I can get access to all the things to higher beings and the spirit world is a part of that and they'll be like yeah yeah cool cool we're trying to do our little part two so I think it's just really awesome it makes me happy because I know those types of visitations and communications can really charge us and help us for months it can really give us enough fuel that's why I do this this is why I'm trying to let you guys know you have access I'm happy to do all these readings for you teach the classes I teach but I want you to know you have access to this as well okay so um, my other email the other email is from Eric uh, I think that I yeah this is from Eric oh no I just like went past it here we go this is from Eric Eric this is Eric just wants to know about 
house stuff okay so this is pretty like um house stuff so you know what the house medium originally was intended for hello my name is eric hansen sat i won't say the last name s and i am a recent listener that got recommended by a friend to reach out to you. I'm planning a move to Mexico this summer on my own for a couple of months or longer, though I haven't settled on where in Mexico yet. I follow Oxica housing rent by sell group that definitely has acute apartments within my price range rather than what I've been seeing in the city of Morada. But I'm open to tune into the ideal space for me to have a great Wi-Fi to work remotely with clients for Reiki and other healing services. The desire to move to another country has been a long goal of mine that I've been enjoying implementing, though I do also recognize that this is a transition is important to my personal growth and development. I'm 32 years old. I live with my family in Los Angeles and it's time for me to move out. Even if it would delay my plans to move out sooner to find a temporary place in Los Angeles, my goal is to move to another country, even countries. Explanation point, explanation point. Thank you for reading my message and looking forward to your reply, Eric. Okay. All right, Eric, let me get a feel. I'm going to get a feel. Eric wants to kind of know, um, you know, what is up and where he can move. So, let me see. Let's start with where you want to go, which is Mexico. I don't know all of these places, but I think I'm just going to kind of get a vibe to if this is the right time, if this is the right place and all of that. So hold on. <sighs> okay. Taking a deep breath. The first hit I got, Eric, is I actually did see you moving. I feel like the move is um, kind of like a progression thing. Like you're not going to move right away. Um, I do feel like you need to be patient because the the finding the right place is going to be so important. I had a vision of this like little white house. It almost, almost reminds me of like a little box. I know that sounds weird, but um, it kind of looked like on the water. So I'm not sure where the place you were looking at. I, it could even... It, it's not a houseboat, but it reminds me of something like that because I see all these like hanging things that almost look like, um, I want to say like wind chimes and things like this. So I definitely feel like this is going to be a, a, a really good place for you to, um, kind of get started but the problem is I can't see this happening right away so I feel kind of bad telling you this but I do feel like it's going to be delayed I couldn't see it happening for at least another year to a year and a half it does feel like you got to kind of inch your way out because once you get to this place it does look like you're going to be very settled there um, so if you want to travel first and then go there that feels more right. Like if you're wanting to travel and see the world and then decide to like settle, because I think that's my hesitation is that I don't have a strong sense you're ready for this right now. I know that you are ready mentally, but I don't feel like you're ready tangibly. And I also don't feel like you're ready even like, like it's, you know how when you're like, I'm ready for this, but then you're like in real life, it's so much more going on to it than you imagine. So I would say, take your time. Yeah, I would say, take your time. 
I hope that helps. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think this Eric might even have a booked reading with me. So we might get further into it. Hold on. Grabbing something. Like I said, I got a lot of room here. Yeah. So I think this might, you know, be one of those things where you just have to kind of be patient about it and allow yourself um, a little, a little bit more time before you like dive in. You know, I'm all about the diving in and even building a bridge, what I call building a bridge, meaning like you kind of start something and you start create that bridge and you start moving towards that bridge, across that bridge into a new life. And I'm always usually fully for, for that, but I just saw you like getting stuck if you're going to do something like that. So I feel like it has to be more of a, of a, um, of a weight, <laughs> really make sure maybe travel. Cause it may even be like, you may not want to be in this particular like area. And I think that there, that's why it feels a little premature right now. I hope that's not disappointing to you. You know, a lot of times when I see these things, people will ask me, they're like, I had another email where people, you know, oh, where am I going to be? Can you tell me where I'm going to be? Where I'm going to wind up? I don't read that way because I don't believe the future has like been written and you're just like a player in it. The different decisions we make and the things we do. So we are part of creating that. So I usually like to know like, where is it you really want to be? What is it you really want? And of course, Eric, covered all that. That's great. He gave me all of that. And that's what I need. Whereas the other email I received like this, it was like, where am I going to be? I don't do that. That's kind of implying because I think we want it to be like, what magic thing's going to happen to me? Remember, we have control and power over our own lives. We can set new paths. We can open ourselves to new paths. The different decisions we make can start. I always call it like, okay, where, you know, finding the door. So I feel like whenever I get emails that are very like, you know, or, or people in readings are like, just tell me what's going to happen to me. What's going to happen next? Because I think we want to believe that anything we do doesn't affect it. And that would imply someone already planned your life for you. And you're just like a player in it, which I don't believe in. So Eric, with that said, I feel like you might want to change the way you're looking at it and kind of be more like, is this where I really want to be? For sure, for sure. Do I need to travel and see the world? And maybe that's the plan to like not be in one place and then decide. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So... Um, I only had a couple of readers room. I might've had some other, I couldn't find them. I, I don't think so. I usually only have readers room stuff when it's updates or when people, um, and I'm going to look real quick while I'm talking to make sure I didn't miss anybody out. Um, I to turn off the music cause I'm putting on a different sound. We're getting into a different vibe right now. Um, so hold on while we get into that vibe let me make sure I didn't miss anybody oops wrong email um, here we go I don't think so yeah cause uh, let's see 
Yeah, yeah. This sometimes people send me stuff, and it's like this isn't really fitting to, um, you know, to to like what I do. Like sometimes some things aren't paranormal. Sometimes things aren't magical. So I was looking at that one, and this was like I guess this is Katie. You sent me this about where you want to be, and that's why I was telling you. Um, let me see. Oh, no, no, not Kitty. Sorry, Kitty. Take that back. My bad, Kitty. That wasn't you. You're good. But yeah, I was looking to make sure I didn't miss anybody. I didn't miss anybody. Remember, I only, I'll do reader's room episodes when, and I'll read your email when I feel like it's kind of like vague and not, um, really like a beginning middle end so I'm like I'll read it and I'll answer it but it's not like a full story does that make sense so I don't want you guys to be afraid to send them in because I will use all the things all of the stuff that you send me I will find a spot for you don't worry but it may not be in a, in a typical episode that you normally hear which is totally fine there's room for all types okay so we're moving into a different area. I wanted to tell you guys something and I'm going to share something with you. For a very long time, a very long time, I've been trying to write a book, a book about all my experiences, my life, and one of the greatest love stories that I probably have witnessed, which is my parents long ago. And I, when I say my parents, I mean, my aunt, uncle who raised me, um, my uncle and aunt, you've heard me talk about. I have, just like most people have, a very complicated relationship with my aunt, especially. She was my mother's sister. My mother died when I was 10 days old and she raised me. And it was rocky, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And that's why it's been hard. You think when someone dies, you're like, oh, you could just kind of do whatever you want, talk about whatever you want. But I haven't felt that way. Um, I felt like I haven't really resolved some things, come to peace with things. You know, my mother died in a very strange way. She got pregnant at the age of 44. Everyone warned her not to have me. Everyone told her not to have me. She wasn't married when she got pregnant. And this was in 1969, because I was born in 1970. And she said, fuck you all, basically. <laughs> um, from what I'm told, she said, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. She was a free-spirited person, from what I hear and have heard about her. I know that probably, may, <laughs> probably doesn't sound surprising because of who I am. And I'm going to tear up. <laughs> and she kind of thought I was going to save her life in a way, not save her life, but bring joy into her life. She loved being a mother and she kind of raised her children in that light. And I wanted to tell the story of my life and how I got here, how I got to this place. I didn't want to write a book that was an instructional book or how-to book or look at how great I did it so you could do it too book. Um, I wanted to write a very honest book and it's been very hard. I have tried many times 
and I've abandoned it many times. So I've been going through this whole thing of like something's pushing me to do something. And um, the cool thing about when I teach classes is that sometimes when students are practicing, they have to read for me. And there's been a couple of readings that have been like, "Mm, I feel like there's a message being, there's something coming through this. And then I have decided to play with my Oracle cards that I have gotten that are these deities, 58 deities or Disney style because I got it at a Disney party. And I never usually do that, but I've been kind of, you know, I usually can read myself really well. But every once in a while, when I get at a crossroad, I can't. And it's been very frustrating. I've been kind of feeling not as in touch with the other side for me. Funny enough, as I feel like for all of you, I've been on point. Like even my abilities have been even stronger, weirdly, and quicker. But for myself, which is, you know, you know how the, the saying says, you know, the, what is it? The cobble, the shoe cobbler doesn't have any shoes or something sometimes, but most of the time I can read for myself pretty much 95% of the time, but there's a 5% where there's something going on that I'm not looking at. And so it came up very clear to me, this book, this goddamn book keeps coming up. (laughs) And so I decided to make it publicly known that I'm going to be starting to write it. And that way you all will hold me accountable. You'll say, hey, Adela, how's the book going? Hey, Adela, how how are you doing with that book? And it will push me because really a big part of why I haven't written it, I'm going to share with you right now because I just wrote the very very tip of it. Like I had this epiphany, this awareness of where, what I'm missing. And once that clicked and I made the decision that it's time, I wrote this. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I have done everything I could do to avoid writing this book. I have tried many times before, but have abandoned pages for TV, video games, or just believing that, hey, I talked to the dead, that's weird and hard enough. I have avoided writing this book because it's painful and I hate the past as someone who's obsessed with the future. Looking back almost feels against my being. I am psychic, right? I had to look up the spelling of that word, be, word psychic, as I literally hardly ever use it for years. Another reason I, why I avoided writing this book. I call myself an intuitive and a medium, and those titles fit. But I recently came across a term, futurist, and I fell in love. That's me. I love progress. What's next? I can see possible futures, a different path, options we have, and I can predict past time and space. So why in the hell would I want to dive into the past? I decided for one reason, and it is this. If my story can inspire you to keep you going, to keep asking questions, to live true to yourself, whatever that may be, to know you're not alone, that the world is made up with so many in pain, 
lost and hopeful for a better future, and that the dead do not die, and even if you're sitting in your living room, crying day after day, waiting for the light, I hope this could be that candle flicker. I'm not going to tell you to keep dreaming, or your dreams do come true. I'm not going to tell you that, wow, I can look at my life and honestly say I would do nothing different. If I could do it all over, I wouldn't change a thing. Nope, I'll never say it. It was meant to be. I'll never say any of those things. I will say we choose our paths that each choice we make creates a domino effect. One decision falls into the other and starts to create a different possible outcomes. My life, I've made lots and lots of decisions that I wish I didn't, and some I'm glad I did, but it was hard, all of it, and wonderful as well. No one can promise you rainbows at the end of the rainfall, but I can say you will have growth. This book is to share my story of that growth, and hopefully if I could inspire you, to take the next step to growth if I could provide any spark or even comfort in knowing we do not die, if I can be a part of your beautiful, painful path that that is what is pushing me away from playing The Last of Us 2 to write this to you. It's not popular to say as humans, but I love people. I love all the stories. I love knowing so many of us out there are just living life trying to find the door to our path. It's why we are here, in case you're wondering. It's why I've come to understand. Also, I don't have all the answers if I did. I would, I just wouldn't be here. I'd be flying somewhere else. No, I don't have even half the answers or a quarter. So if you're here to get all the answers, you may be disappointed. Through my work, I have heard over and over from the other side who walk in the other realms. Adela, you're only seeing a tiny corner of a large puzzle. I can, however, share what I've come to understand. I hope you take it from there. What I've learned thus far is life keeps moving if you're in this realm or the next. So remember this. Follow yourself. Follow no one. Listen to your inner voice. And if you learn nothing from this book, at least I hope it provides some... Excuse me. (laughs) Emotional... It provides some entertainment, some break, or even if it gives you something to ponder in between playing video games. <sighs> Sorry, I just hit the table because I'm klutzy. That's what I wrote so far. I never have really shared what I wrote. The last book was really a combination of different things that I have taught on, on YouTube and different classes. This is much more personal and it will be much more of a journey so I'm asking all of you to come with me on this journey I'm not going to obviously read you every page don't worry but every now and again I'll give you a little glimpse of what I'm writing and maybe I'm asking oh my gosh I'm crying for your help to help push me Because it is a hard book to write. There's a lot in my life. um, This isn't just like about my life to me. This is about what I went through to get to here. And oh boy, do I feel like I'm way still far from where I'm going. 
But it's also about being different. And what I mean by being different, I don't mean by being different because of my gifts. I mean, we all feel different. That's the funny thing. We all feel different. So it's just, it's a journey. And I don't want to go on and spoil what I just read, but I guess you'll see as I unfold it. I tend to hold a lot close to my chest. I tend to be pretty private about a lot of things, and there'll probably be a lot of things I'll still be private about. But about this journey that I've been on and how I got here, the mystical, the magical, the painful, the human, that's what I hope this book gives. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. If you made it to the end of this Thank you for supporting this podcast. You can support it by doing what you've been doing, listening, writing reviews, all this stuff. But thank you for letting me share that with you. And um, I'm happy to hear what you guys think. I hope you have a good week. I hope you enjoy the V-Day, if anything just for yourself, meaning just take care of yourself above all else. Follow yourself, follow no one, listen to your inner voice, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast, and thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night. Or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, it may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium. <laughs>